What's up? What's up, guys? Welcome to another show, man. Welcome into BetUS TV. I'm your host here, Jay Money is Money. We got our guy Chris here with us, uh, talking some NBA as we always do. How about you, Chris? My guy, Mr. Farley. How you doing, my brother? I am doing great, Jay. It's great to see you. Great to meet you. Uh, first time on the show with you. So it's awesome to be back for another season. We had we had a good year last year. That's uh, for sure. Two years running now. So hoping to make it three in a row. I'll, I'll tell you. Um, three years in a row of like really good profit in any sport is really tough. Um, so, uh, you know, you start the year and, you know, like on uh, the one end of things, you're like, of course, I'm going to repeat. We're going to have another great year. We're going to kill it again, Jay. But, you know, sometimes you got to be honest as a handicapper. Maybe there's a little bit of regression, uh, but uh, but I don't I'm not I'm not planning on it, Jay. So let's have a big year. Thank God the NBA is back. We've yeah. got all the great sports right now. Exactly, exactly, man. But for me, NBA is king, man. The football kind of taking a backseat to me for me, man. NBA here every single day. They're playing every single day. We absolutely love it, my guys. But what do you say here, Chris? Let's go ahead and get into some games. We have two games tonight. Um, I, I, I can't wait to talk about it, man. I love doing the shows with you guys as well. The first game up, we have the Boston Celtics here laying three and a half points. Uh, money line sitting at minus 155 for the Celtics, plus, uh, plus 135 for the 76ers. We have an over and under of 216 as well. This line initially opened up at uh, minus five for the Celtics over the summer, has since come down to minus two, two and a half. Now we're sitting at the three and a half here now of game day here, Chris. Uh, so how are you looking at this game, my guy? Uh, 76ers versus Celtics. Yeah, so um, I'm going to look, interestingly, I'm going to look at the over in this contest. Uh, is it, uh, 216, right? I think it was. So it, it ticked up a little bit. It was at 214. The market is adjusted, and I, I agree with that movement. Uh, you know, first of all, pure data-wise, right? Uh, the first two games of the season last year, the the highlight showcase games that, that opened up the year, averaged 233 points, and then the first 13 games last year for the first two opening nights, we saw average 223.7 points per game. So scoring is just a little higher in these opening games, and I think that makes sense. You know, teams are ready. They're they're practicing, right? They're getting all their shots in. And at, at, at the end of the year, usually, is when these games slow down. There's a lot more defense. We see that a lot in the playoffs. But I think to start off the year, these teams are, are, are trying to just, like, showcase who they are, right, and put on a show. Um, and I think that's the case even, even between these two teams. We, we saw a lot of unders between these two teams last year, a lot of low-scoring games. But um, I like what I'm seeing from both of these teams, at least on the, on the offensive side, all the talent that they have. I know you want to talk about the 76ers, Jay, so I'll, I'll, I'll just start with them. Uh, there's a lot of positive news coming out of 76ers camp. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, James Harden is fit. He's ready to go. He doesn't seem to be a problem or that he's standing in the way. You know, Doc Rivers had a talk with him like, hey, man, this, this team is about Joel Embiid first and foremost, right? And then right. it could go back to you. I like that Doc Rivers did that. I like that they're kind of, you know, repositioning some things. Um, someone like P.J. Tucker even, right, I think we're going to have to see some load management for him because, mm -hmm. let's face it, he's 37, right? So he, he kind of the 76ers, like, enforcer, right? But maybe he doesn't have the defensive impact that he usually has in this game. And I got to say this too, Jay, like, usually at the start of the season, nobody wants to get injured, right? We're, we're starting the season. We're not going to bang our bodies as much against each other. We're just going to try to score points, go at a faster pace, um, you know, and usually we see a stark difference between the start of the season and the end of the season, Start of the season, we see more overs as the year goes on. Sometimes, you know, last year we saw that lull to the to the unders mm -hmm. in November and December, but I think it starts off hot. Um, lastly, I'll just say this. 
The line has moved a little bit. I lean towards the Celtics in here, but at three and a half, maybe I could come back around to the 76ers. I, I like the Celtics at two. The three and a half is a little much. 76ers, I think, are going to bring it tonight. But uh, on, on the Celtics side, I know that there's, you know, there's some controversy, Ime Udoka and what he did or didn't do in the offseason, whatever. This team matured a lot last year, and I think a lot of that was because of Ime Udoka. But they have leaders on the floor now, right? You got Grant Williams. You have Marcus Smart, Al Horford, wily old vets who, who can keep this team right. So I do think they win tonight. Wouldn't be a surprise if the 76ers won, but I really like the over. Yeah, that's a good point there. Um, and, I mean, the reason why I, I'm pretty sure why you like the over as well, no Robert Williams. The Celtics defense right. is night and day with Williams out there when he's not. Um, and they really don't even have much of a backup center as well. They got Lou Cornette. He was banged up, didn't play much of the preseason or practice much as well. So not sure if he's gonna even going to play. You have, what, Grant Williams coming off the bench. Guys, people are excited that Blake Griffin – I mean, this is 2022 now, and people are excited saying, oh, the Celtics <laughs> bolstered their bench or their backcourt or their, their – uh, front court depth with Blake Griffin guys got to stop it man but um yeah this this is a season where the Sixers actually are coming in with the turmoil with obviously with the Ben Simmons stuff this the Celtics now have are coming in with the distractions um they're still a good team as well even though they are a little bit different without Robert Williams this is a team that I, I could see beating up on like the the average to uh, worst teams with if they going up against top teams especially with a really good center um I wouldn't like to be on them going up against guys like Embiid or Jokic without their best defender um so so the way I'm looking at this one, the Sixers are 7-1 against the spread last eight meetings versus the Celtics. And they're also, the last time they faced off, February 15th, they got absolutely slaughtered, 135-87 to 87 in that game. So they were, they were down by 51 at that point. At some point in that game, got outshot by the three-point line by 51 points. The Sixers had Matisse Thybul running the point guard show that night as well. So uh, I see a much better, much different Sixers team, hungry team as well. And I'm taking them to plus three and a half. I expect the Sixers to win this game. Uh, Joel Embiid should feast down low in this one. Uh, you made some good points there, Chris, with uh, with PJ Tucker being 37, may not be in that defensive specialist that he's been. And one thing that I've noticed is the older players. It takes them like 10 to 15. 15, uh, games just to get into game shape. What do what do you yeah. think about that? And they they could bow well for they can be bad for Horford on the other side as well. He's sure. a, he's an older player having to shoulder a lot of that load. What do you think about that? Yeah, yeah, no, that's I think those are all really good points. You know, even even just from the perspective of at the start of the season, all these players are trying to preserve their bodies, mm -hmm. right? They they kind of all want to win by offense, you know. And and yeah, of course they're going to play defense. I wouldn't be surprised if this game got you know, really testy at the end of it. It's you know still an Eastern Conference rivalry right mm -hmm. uh and these two teams are expecting to be at the end of the season the top the top contenders so they want to show out it's just it's not going to be as physical as what we just saw from these two teams last year in the postseason right i mean a lot of injuries obviously at that point everybody's banged out but they're still clanging and banging down there down low i think that's a great point about robert williams missing tonight too when you mm -hmm. think about joel Embiid, maybe some prop opportunities or, or some fantasy opportunities for Embiid tonight in this game yeah, so if you guys have any questions, man, post those uh, questions in the chat. We'll try to get to them towards the end of the show. Yeah, Embiid's props sitting somewhere around 26 and a half with obviously juice to the over. I definitely think he gets to 30 points tonight. Now, I, this is the first game of the season, guys. These guys aren't necessarily in their best shape, so I always kind of go lighter with the start of the season, but I still expect Embiid to have uh, his – the matchups are going to be in his favor tonight as well. And this team, last thing I'll say, the 76ers bolstered their bench as well. I definitely think they have the bench advantage 
minutes here. Really underrated signing, getting De'Anthony Milton over there as well. Still have some of their, their same bench from last year, so some camaraderie, but Matisse Thybulle, Milton coming off the bench, Georges Niang as well. So this is a pretty deep team right now, and I feel like when the, the second units come on the floor, the Sixers will have the huge advantage, my guys. And Harold coming off the bench as well. I can't forget him. They added him. He should feast inside as well, my guys. So that's how I'm looking at it. I need the Sixers to win this game. I'll be official with plus three and a half. I need them to win this game straight up, guys. So that's what I'm looking at. Let's go Philly. I got my head to get some Philly cheesesteaks today, my guys. But <laughs> I'll tell you what. If, if the Sixers win tonight, that town between the Phillies advancing in the playoffs, the way the Eagles are playing, and mm -hmm. now if the 76ers look good, Philly's going to be going nuts tonight. So, uh, you know, maybe Boston can hold it down. Maybe they can with all the momentum. Hey, I'm hoping for a Philly special tonight, my guys. I need the Sixers. I need the Sixers. Let's go get those cheesesteaks. Let's go over here to the next game, guys. You don't mind? Let's go over here to the Golden State Warriors facing up against the L.A. Lakers. I always like to say we're going to the streets of San Francisco or wherever the team's playing. But uh, we got the Warriors here laying seven points um, here at the house on ring night, the championship uh, reigning champs here. Uh, Lakers getting seven points. On the money line, we have the Warriors laying minus 275 and the Lakers Lakers getting plus 235, so uh, some nice underdog odds there if you're one of the few people that think the Lakers can get the win here. We got the over and under sitting at 224 and a half here, Chris. Uh, the spread did open up as the Warriors land five and a half. It is up to seven now, and the total opened up at 227, uh, 229 and a half. Actually got hit all the way down to 225, 224 and a half now, Chris. Uh, how are you looking at this Lakers versus Warriors showdown? Yeah, so I'm going to avoid the full game line here uh, just because, you know, at the end of the day, I know people love to dog LeBron James. I get it. Year 20, you know, he's probably, you know, he's not going to be as crisp as maybe he was in the past. I mean, he looks pretty darn good. And if that uh, commercial of him jumping out of the pool, Jay, is, is not like, you know, like a fake news video, then that's pretty impressive. He's going to do okay this year as well. But, you know, you, you hear this narrative uh, – from some people in the past, right? Like it's a ring ceremony, blah, blah. Sometimes teams play down in those situations mm -hmm. because they feel a little too good about themselves. And then the, the road team kind of catches them by surprise. But I don't think that's going to happen to the Warriors in this spot. Full game, maybe maybe the Lakers, you know, creep back by some, you know, big time LeBron James plays to Anthony Davis or something. But out the gate, I love the energy of the Chase Center to carry forward to a Warriors cover here. First quarter is minus two. So really we're getting some value there because the line just went up from six to seven. It's still at two for the first quarter. Warriors are healthy. Lakers not so much, right? Anthony Davis has some back problems. LeBron foot. Westbrook is hamstring. It's not anything that's going to keep them out of the game. But they're, you know, they're still kind of limping into this a little bit more. And the Warriors absolutely owned the Lakers last year, except that one game when, you know, LeBron scored 56 <laughs> points. He did, a, you know, had himself a GOAT game, of course. Draymond Green was out of that game as well, so that made a huge difference. But the Lakers still, to me, are just this assembly of disparate parts, from what I can tell. And usually it just takes some time to put those parts together. And maybe they are better this year, but we all by now probably heard about the whole Westbrook you know, drama, right? Is he going to start? Is he going to be on the bench? Is he going to fit on this team? I'm still not a fan of him being on this team. I still don't think it's a good fit. Um, you know, meanwhile, let's not overthink this, right? This is a very good Golden State team. They're healthy. I'm not worried about Draymond Green. If anything, he's going to be more, even more amped up to prove the haters wrong in this one because, you know, and he said it on a recent podcast, right? He doesn't always get up for every game because, you know, sometimes you face the thunder, right? Or, mm -hmm. But when LeBron comes to town, you get up for these games. 
I think the Warriors come out hot. So I like the Warriors in the first quarter, minus two. Yeah, I couldn't talk you off that. Um, I am one to think that like when they have the ring ceremony is somewhat of a fade spot. Um, yeah. Obviously, the Warriors are the best team, one of the best teams in the NBA. The Lakers have a lot, th- a lot of things going on, but the Warriors do as well. Obviously, with the Draymond Green and Poole situation, I don't think it's necessarily bet on situation. It's not saying that you can't cash your first quarter, but I'm just talking about uh, just how I'm looking at the game. I, I only, I usually take stay towards full games. They got a little bit of inside info for you guys as well. Steve Kerr says that he's not going to play his starters past the 30 pass around 30 minutes guys so um, I think full game wise that really sets up well for the Lakers here to cover the plus seven points am I in a hurry to go run to the widow and bet my hard-earned money on the Lakers this version <laughs> of the Lakers I know I'm not but um, like I say with with basically Steve Kerr kind of sort of going with an extension of the preseason plant still messing around with lineups and giving and just think about this Chris when teams like the Warriors and they've won four championships in the last eight years they know what it takes to get to the championship to the uh to yeah. the to the super bowl if you will um and so they kind of kind of taper off th- uh, during the season just to know when to pick and choose your spots now obviously they're going to try to show out tonight but just the way i look at games especially with the ring ceremony it's taking you back to last year you're you're reminiscing you maybe a little bit of complacency as well where the team that didn't even make the playoffs and the lakers they want what you have right so i feel like they're going to be the more motivated team and that's just the way i look at NBA I like to go with the more motivated team I think the Lakers will be the more motivated team tonight so heavy lean to the Lakers plus the seven for me tonight uh, it's not something that I bet but I lean in Lakers also leaning the under as well uh, Lakers team offensively outside of LeBron and AD they might struggle here and they're really hanging their hat on defense with new coach Darvin Ham over there he's preaching defense first so I expect the Lakers to pay more attention to defense and we know that the Warriors are going to play great defense as well it's just in their DNA so I agree with this uh, with this total coming down from 229 and a half at the opener over a month ago to 227 a few days ago now 224 and a half sounds like the smart guys the total guys are liking the under here Chris any thoughts on this total um no thoughts on the total necessarily I think it's probably right where it is now uh but a lot of good points there I mean especially about you know uh Ham you know, being the new coach and just the way that he's going to coach him up right a lot a lot of defense first mm-hmm. mentality and maybe that's good for for how like, out of sync they seem on, on offense still but uh, great breaking news from Jay there. Yeah, I mean, Steve Kerr said, I don't think we're ready to have our top five or six guys play 30 minutes a night. Mm-hmm. So we got to rely a lot on our depth. And the Warriors' depth is good. It's good. It but is. that does give extra incentive, right, to a Lakers team that wants to come out and say, hey, we're different this year, right, especially maybe in the second half. Maybe they can uh, close close some distance there. So I feel, I feel safe that I stay with my first quarter bet, Jay. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, for the full game, I would, you know, that's why I stayed away from it, right? Because I agree with you. Motivation is one of the biggest things in the NBA. It goes up and down all year like a roller coaster. And you got to believe the Lakers are, are coming into this game being like, hey, we can we can beat this team. We can show that we're still a championship team. I don't think they can, but in those cases, usually they cover, right? So, exactly. uh, you know, seven is over over three possessions we're talking about now. So mm-hmm. that's a pretty legitimate line in an opening game. 
Yeah, that's a good point. And just the last thing for me, I haven't seen anyone that likes the Lakers tonight. Uh, basically, everyone is taking right. the Warriors full game. Uh, obviously, it's went up from six to seven. And just these lines have been out for literally a whole month, guys. So uh, just this, the spread was sitting at six a few days ago, and now it's up today to seven. We know who that is going to pit, bet the Warriors here today, guys. So it's not saying that they won't cash, but uh, especially with him not necessarily going full uh, full game with his uh, starters. I mean, they just I'm not saying they won't play full game. It'll just be kind of being spurts. They'll play in less spurts, probably like around six minute spurts, uh, and then take them out. You won't really see these guys playing like a whole quarter and stuff. So even the fact they're just saying that, that tells me that I'm not laying seven with them here, guys. So I'm always here to bring you the, the inside info. Whether you, I mean, you use that to the best of your ability, my guys. Uh, and this Chris could definitely still catch that Warriors first quarter there, coming out there with the ener uh, energy at home, my guys. But that's it and for that's, the Warriors and Lakers. Go ahead, Chris. Yeah, no, no. I was gonna say, and that being said, right, the uh, the bench of the Warriors, I would still vastly still prefer that to the bench of the Lakers. <laughs> so, you know, just want to throw that out there, right? This is a seasoned group that played a lot of the playoffs together. So I don't necessarily think it's going to mean, right, that there's a uh, a drop in play, but it, it, it definitely opens up more of a door, especially if Mr. LeBron James, you know, decides that he's going to make a statement and he's going to stay on the floor for like 40 minutes, right? That's, mm -hmm. that's going to be a big difference. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, the <laughs> Warriors – a uh, second unit might be able to beat the Lakers first unit. <laughs> they might. <Yes>. They might. <laughs> <laughs> but uh we hey, we'll see if AD and LeBron can go off. They definitely can. But let's get to some QA here, guys. If you don't mind, man, pop those questions up. Uh let's let's try to uh answer some questions here, my guys. Um I must say, I, I don't I don't see the questions, but uh let me see, man. Uh I guys, see the question you, right here. It's uh if this you is can. A, this is a good question for you, Jay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, if you can't read the questions, I don't see them. What's that? No, I was just saying if you can read the questions because I don't. Sure, I'm not sure, sure. Right yeah, saying. are the are the are the 76ers Eastern Conference Championship material? I think you got something to say about that, Jay. Um, I mean, I think they are. I don't like I say, guys, I usually me personally, I don't personally bet futures just because I don't like my money tied up that long. But I do, I do think the 76ers are one of the most improved teams in the East over there. I say top three teams in the East will be the uh, 76ers. Um, I'd say the Celtics can get back there as well. 70s, and I think the Cavs. Uh, I think the Cavs are our top three team in the East this year. But in all honesty, I probably, I probably, I think the Sixers are top three. I think they're a top three team. So I think if you bet all three of those, uh, you should come out with some cash there. Yeah, I would say, um, are they are they Eastern Conference championship material? Yes. I mean, what they're composed of? Yes. Right. It just depends on how the chemistry looks right a lot of it sometimes depends on doc rivers mm. and the way that he manages this team not all that effective sometimes you know it's just it just kind of has let down moments some teams that i think could be on the come up this year i know i wasn't on the futures show i kind of feel like uj i'm not a huge futures guy there's so much variance and volatility during a full right. season of basketball that it's just tough to invest my money in that uh but i i, I like the hawks this year probably more than most people I agree with you about the Cavs. they are going to be kind of feisty, right? They get the bigs back and healthy. So that's good. Mm -hmm. uh, but you know, no one's talking. I know we talked a little bit about this before the uh, show, Jay. And, and I know this isn't the question, but just to kind of go off on a tangent a little bit, no one's talking about the Milwaukee Bucks. And I kind of like the fact that Chris Middleton is banged up to start the season. Maybe the value on the Bucks goes up. A little bit right like maybe we get more plus money on them a few weeks in and maybe they're a little clunky to start the season 
Giannis, to me, is still the most dominant player in the world. Uh, and if they can shore up some team chemistry, you know, they lost some guys in the offseason too. But if they could shore up and stay healthy this year, they should be right in it at the very end too. East is getting a little tougher, Jay. I'll, it is. I'll, I'll say that. The last thing I'll say about it, the Nets, I think the Bucks would have an uh, issue with the Nets this year. Um, something that I did see in preseason. It's only preseason, but – the Nets have a really good defender for Giannis. Um, that's some. That's something that I saw. I feel like the Nets, if they found, faced off in a um, in a playoff series, I'd be taking the Nets over the Bucks this year. You know what's great is, you know, talking about um, the public perception. Nobody's nobody's really talking about the Nets this year, right? Right. It's a little. It's a little quieter, Jay. So right. that you know that tells me you know Kevin Durant kind of like let's go like let's finally you know less maybe less expectations. Right, less pressure, less noise, plow forward. And Ben Simmons, not a big fan from what he showed me in the past. Just, you know, listen, I'm not trying to dog any NBA players. <laughs> I know it's tough. It's tough to be on this show sometimes. We get tough questions. You know, if we're not winning, Jay, it's tough, right? So right. If these guys aren't winning. It, that's also mentally taxing. I get it. But if Ben Simmons comes into his own on this team and he's comfortable, that is a very, very dangerous trio. Uh, so, you know, I didn't even mention the Nets cause I don't, I haven't liked them in the past, but they're still there too. Right. So the East has mm-hmm. really four to five formidable teams that could, that could make it to the end. Exactly. No, I'm right there with you. What's the, what's the next question, Chris? I think that's it. Oh, that's any only... player, any player prop bets? None for me. I, I mean, like I said, I try to do some shows with guys that do prop bets, uh, Chris, cause I'm not heavy on them, but, um, I do know that I'd be possibly looking at. I think this the matchup sets up well for Embiid, right? It's the first game of the season. People can go crazy on props as well. But, I mean, some of these guys aren't – we've got to be real with ourselves. Some of these guys might not be in shape as well, even though they're professional athletes, may not necessarily be in games. We run up and down the floor, man, the whole game. People don't know, man. It's tax. Even when you're the best of the shape, guys can still get very winded. So, um, I mean, I take it easy on props, but I think Anthony Davis – uh, should have a good game tonight. He looked really good in the preseason. He's revamped his shot. As long as he doesn't get injured, that's the whole thing with Proz as well. But uh, I like Anthony Davis. I like the matchups for him tonight. Um, and I think that Tyrese Maxey, you want to look at him. Some people are telling me maybe two and a half threes. Uh, I'm not sure that far. But Maxey should have a good night. Anthony Davis, uh, like the matchups for him. And really like the matchups for Joel Embiid um, tonight. I see Joel Embiid going 30 in his sleep. So if I had one, I heavy lean to Joel Embiid over 26 and a half points. Yeah, you're getting you're getting me amped up for these matchups tonight, Jay. I can't wait. You know, because I was I was waltzing into Tuesday like uh, it's it's Tuesday. It's, you know, it's just another Tuesday. No football out anymore. What are you talking about? It's opening night in the NBA. Big games. Um, yeah, one prop that I would I would consider is uh, LeBron James assists over. I don't know where that line is, so you know, um, proceed with caution. But usually in games like this, you know, we've seen LeBron is is more of a you know, reluctant score, like he's trying to become, you know, he's trying to be more of that leader who, you know, facilitates the entire team, gets the team chemistry going, right? So I think that LeBron's role is going to be, of course, he's going to score, you know, he's still, you know, chasing uh, um, uh, Kareem's numbers, right? So he, he wants to get over that this year, right? He wants right. to be the leading scorer in the NBA all time. He'll get there probably, but this just sets up as one of those games where he wants to, he wants to facilitate his team, uh, you know, and be the leader on the court. So if his assists are around eight or nine, I don't know. I mean, this could be a triple-double night for LeBron, um, and I could see him, you know, staying on the floor probably a little bit more than even he wants to, right, because they're going to need him to survive with the Warriors. 
Yeah, they're definitely going to need them tonight. Yeah, sometimes, especially a lot of with the props, you got to know the narratives as well, man. Joel B was really chasing MVP last year, and I know he had to get like 30 points every game. So a lot of times, if you know the narrative, you can really cash some tickets with that as well. That's a good point there. Good look with LeBron James, my guys. But any other questions, Chris, before we get to best bets? I see. Um, yeah, it looks like the Aaron Rodgers is in the chat. No, it's not. It's not the real Aaron Rodgers. Yet. But he's asking, what about an overs parlay tonight? Eh, I mean, I, I don't know if I like that because, uh, to your point about the Lakers game, um, I could I could see some regression with the scoring at some point. But, uh, you know, obviously I like the over in the first game. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I'm not a huge total bidder as well. I probably I may not have one official pick on total. Like, just totals is not my – they're not my thing, Chris. So I, you kind of have to realize what's your thing and what's not. And yeah. full game spreads has been my bread and butter. But totals – I'd agree. I mean, let's just put it this way. People that bet totals strictly, they they like the under. So that's the, I mean, it's under or nothing for me in the Lakers and Warriors game and two great defensive teams as well. Maybe a little slower uh, offensively. I know the Lakers coach is preaching all defense. Like that's what that was his first thing. Defense, defense, defense. You don't play defense. You're not going to be in the game. And I mean, he's exactly right. But uh, was it the last question, Chris? I think that's it. That's it, my guys. Let's go ahead and Let's go ahead and get to best bets, my guys. You don't mind. That's what the people are here for anyway, man. What are you guys betting on today? Uh, somebody, yeah, for Chris, <laughs> uh, Chris, I'll let you recap your um, best bet, and then I'll go over mine. Yeah, absolutely. So, I st again, I like the 76ers and the Celtics to go over 216. I know it's a little bit unlike these two teams when they face each other, but start of the year, showcase game, nobody wants to get injured. And I like the Warriors first quarter minus two. The, the energy of the Chase Center, I think it's going to carry forward to a Warriors win, overwhelm the Lakers a little bit, but I would actually lean Lakers full game. Yeah, I couldn't talk you off there. Yeah, Josh couldn't make it today, but he's on the 76ers and Celtics game over as well. So we got uh, two people liking the same thing. My guy, Christian Josh, man, two really sharp guys. I need the Sixers tonight, guys. Uh, I'm on them official plus three and a half. Personally, I'm on a money line as well. I need the Sixers to win this game. Let's start off the show uh, with a with a winner here, man. Obviously, it's the beginning of the season. We're not going too crazy on these plays. Uh, we're not even sure who's all in shape, but I'm on the Sixers tonight. I need it plus the three and a half. Have best bet. Uh, best of luck to Chris and Josh on their plays as well, man. We really appreciate everybody for tuning in. Go check out the shows, uh, uh, all our shows. We do all type of sports over here, man. Baseball, college football, NFL, everything, man. Bet US TV. Follow us on Twitter. Retweet the shows if you can. And let's get some cash, guys. We're out. Y'all know how we rock it. Back tomorrow. <laughs>